Yay. It's Monday morning. It's 9.30, and it's time for Food Talk. I think you just heard Linda Perkins say, yay, and that's how I feel, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by my ever-fabulous co-host. And uh, by phone today, special occasion, uh, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, and I am not lying. I'm not lying, Linda. I got my apron on, and that's what I'm all excited about. Yay! It's my favorite apron. (laughs) Is it? What color is it? Um, it's it's kind of it's black denim. It's one that Becky Tonkin made. It has yes. these three giant pockets. So like if you have an infant that you need coated around, I can pick any one of them and put it in there. <laughs> you could put one of your little dogs oh. in each pocket. I think. <laughs> yeah, they'd stand for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Beautiful sunny day. It's feeling. Yeah. Uh, it's feeling borderline summer, but still nice and cool. It's yes, kind of yes. perfect, really. Such a glorious time on the Pacific coast. Yep, it is. It absolutely is. And I'm not is. there. <laughs> I, I know. Tell us where you are. <laughs> I'm in Minnesota. I am um, helping to um, clean out my mother's estate, which is why I have my giant apron on, so I can keep track of my Sharpie and my tape and my gloves and everything. Oh but, um, man, it was, uh, I don't know how hot it got today. But it was supposed to be a hundred. Oh my gosh! I, I I would go outside and I felt like I was going to burst into flames. <laughs> Holy cow! I think I speak for everyone when I say I'm so glad you didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh! Pork roast. Oh lord! <laughs> That's how it ties back to food. <laughs> oh. We try to always bring it back to food, but it's not easy. <laughs> no, no. So, what you been cooking? Anything? Uh, well, I've been doing rice and noodle bowls a lot because I, I, to, I mean, it's no one's surprised by this piece of information, but for some reason it's come to me kind of late. Like I knew they were good ways to clean out the refrigerator, but I never actually yeah. did them. But now that I'm doing them a lot, I realize that all I have to do is change up the sauces and it seems like a brand new thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, they're really delicious. They are. And, and also on a warm day, you know, a cold noodle bowl is really kind of delicious. So, um, yeah. And I think that noodles at room temperature are or cold are really, really good. Too. Yes. I, I think better than, like, some rice salads are good, but, um, yeah, I really like noodles that way. Yeah, I love your teriyaki noodles with ve- lots of veg. It's They're so yeah. good. And they're I, I eat them either cold or room temp. Um, yeah. So, I yeah, I agree 100%. But I read something interesting. I'm a fan of Sam Sifton, um, who is a cookbook writer and also the food editor uh, for the New York Times cooking um, department or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And um, he writes a couple of columns a week. And, and I love his columns. And I always scan to the bottom immediately. I go back up and find out what he's talking about food-wise. But what I really want to know is what music he's... <laughs> recommending this week or what book he's reading or you yeah. know what article what poem anyway uh he's I, really great he is great and he's my source for a lot of different things but today he was talking about this thing that i never heard of and i wondered if you'd ever tried it because i know that you do a lot of grilling he um uh he actually here's what he says 
I've taken to throwing a whole head of cabbage onto the grill a few minutes after I've lighted the fire, so that by the time the wood's burned into coals and I'm ready to cook my protein, the vegetable is blackened and charred all over. And then he takes it into the kitchen and puts it in a large bowl And uh, as soon as he can touch it, he peels away the outer scorched part and Mm -hmm. it's still steamy on the inside and he cuts it in half and then, um, and takes out the stock and the, you know, the core and -hmm. chops it into shreds and makes slaw with it. So is he using the charred part? Uh, No, not the very outer leaves. No, he's using the I would use the charred part too, because I think that's delicious. Yeah, I do too. Um, but what a great idea. So yeah, different. I know. I'm really tempted to try it. Just I would have to do it in the oven. I don't have a grill, but I I like well, how long does he say that he leaves it on there? Well, he takes he puts it on when he's light after a few minutes after I've lighted the fire and he takes it out when the wood has burned into coals and he's ready to put the protein on. So oh, okay. it's in there so, quite a while. Okay. So um, um, when I when I stir fry vegetables, I use cabbage almost always, and I'll use green cabbage and I'll use red cabbage. But I really like red cabbage, that purple cabbage, you know, yeah, not radicchio, but that sturdy stuff, the right. round head. And um, so I chop it into big squares and then um, uh, stir fry it, and it gets you know little black char marks on it, and I love those. Ooh. And and that walk is, I have one of those outside walks where. It sits on a thing that looks like what you boil your, your big crab pot on when you're going to cook crab outside. Uh-huh. So it's a, a propane tank and it's got a ring. And, but I put a wok on the ring, a big 22-inch uh, carbon steel wok. And, and boy, cabbage is good that way. And it sounds like it might be kind of similar. I think that it might. I think it's the char. And um, also he's saying get the steaming, smoky interior on a cutting board. The interior being the part after you've peeled away the outer scorched part. Okay, the black um, part. Yeah, and then uh, he cuts it in half and takes the core out and uh, chops it into shreds. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just using um, uh, some mayonnaise, some sour cream, some hot sauce, and a healthy splash of red uh, wine vinegar. Okay. So, yeah. He's saying it's a wonderful accompaniment to beer can chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well it's that time of year and corn <laughs> and corn yeah yeah corn is um here on the coast uh you know corn is kind of a lottery sort of thing right when you go to the <laughs> store it's yes. it, it could just roll the dice yep that's right corn roulette <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we're in corn land here so no, it's no. come a ways and it might have been uh you know, sitting around for a while. You never, you can't, can't tell by squeezing it on the outside, which I always do feel it on the outside to see if there's going to be like any bald spots in there or if there's like, I've never thought about that. If there's going to be like two inches at the tip with nothing on it. Um, but you can tell by just feeling it. Uh, but you can't tell if it's going to be starchy or sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, I, I'm always like, uh, I hate when I see people at the grocery store, Peeling them back, peeling them back, peeling them back. You know, I mean, no. just wrecking the ears, wrecking the ears. Why? Why? That is such bad form. I'm sorry. I know. It's that is rude. bad rude form. Rude to the grocery manager. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you in Cornland there? Is corn a thing in Minnesota? Yeah, it is definitely. Um, um, just Iowa, Minnesota, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
South Dakota. I think I actually don't know if South Dakota has anything but the Badlands. (laughs) (laughs) The Badlands are so great, though. They're so good. The whole thing is Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what they grow there. Beets on the border, that's all I know. (laughs) Well, um, so I made yes. reser- reservations. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm not someplace that I can cook, you know. We've gotten rid of so much that's in my mother's house, there's nothing left to cook with. So um, we went to a Thai restaurant the other night, and that was really good. And it's fun to go to restaurants. I haven't been to restaurants in so long. Um, but I had something I forgot about, and I, I loved in my 20s, like a Singapore noodle stir fry. So super skinny. Yes. Um, I mean, really, really tiny, um, thin, thinner than angel hair pasta, rice noodles yep. with a lot of curry and then vegetables. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's kind of an old timey dish and you just don't see it much anymore. I don't know. I, I, see I, I, on, gonna... uh, I see it on my uh, uh, like Thai uh, cooking things on YouTube, but uh, the people that I'm subscribed to are home cooks, basically. I'm yeah, not watching. Yeah. I'm not watching any restaurant people, so yeah. um, it probably is. You know, uh, it's a home cooked meal. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to start making it again because I like it. And it, same thing. Just like you said, your noodle bowls is a way to clean out the fridge. Yeah. Hey, what kind of noodles do you use in your noodle bowl? Everything. I mean, I I, yeah. I have been as I have been saying for a, a couple of shows. I've been cleaning out the freezer and my pantry and going through trying to deal with stuff that I've had so long. I have no excuse. Yeah. So I had yeah. soba noodles. I had udon noodles. I had yeah. glass noodles. I had every kind of noodle in a big basket that's pretty deep on my countertop okay. forever. And what happens is the things like the regular, like spaghetti, pasta, mm-hmm. and the the kind of, the kinds of things that I cook really regularly because my husband loves them, were mm-hmm. all on the top, and I never got to the bottom. So I've been oh. I've been starting to use all of those. So I've used all of that. All of those okay. kinds of things, whatever I've got. I'm impressed. Well, I'm more impressed that I had all that food I never used. <laughs> One good thing about dried noodles is, you know, they, the shelf life is basically eternity. So Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm always happy, and I, I need to buy them more when I use those big, those big thick Thai noodles, like the kind that's in fun, you know, yeah. beef chow fun, fun fun noodles yeah i just think those are great and i should buy those more often because when i get them i usually get them in a little package i use them all up at once so um then they're gone and i don't think to buy them for a long time and i don't know why because i think those are great they are really great and i um i have to go into portland a couple times this week and i'm thinking that i need to swing by one of the uh, big asian groceries and yeah. stock up on some uh <laughs> like really good kimchi that kind of thing yeah i'm i yeah. keep buying small we don't have uh access to quart jars of good kimchi here so no those small jars just don't last very long no they don't <laughs> uh, i'm out and it's alarming so i'm gonna go uh shopping and maybe uh find some fresh noodles i would like to you know i would like oh, to yeah. have some of those and i don't mind the small packages of those because there's only two of us and and yeah I need to use them all at once. So yeah, 
But what I'm saying is like a dried noodle. I mean, I love yeah. those. And then I would have, you know, some in the bag. And then you want to yes. use the bag up and, oh, yeah, get them again. But then <laughs> when I use up the little bag, I just don't even think to buy them again. I don't know why. Well. I need to make a better list. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the cooking thing. It is so relentless. It's so relentless. I thought something, you know how you were talking, yeah, it is relentless. And I'm learning that here where I don't have to cook a thing. I mean, not a thing. Which, And I'm here for like two and a half weeks. And so that's actually really exciting because I, I don't remember a period of my life where I didn't have to cook a thing for, you know, longer than, you know, longer than a week. And I, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Which I'm worried I you will have be. retired by the time you get home. <laughs> I shouldn't no. be. I shouldn't be worried. That's selfishly for this program. But you know, Dale might be really worried. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dale. <laughs> He's so cute. He's home cooking a birthday dinner for his son tonight, and I, I'm, I'm scared. He's like, it's 95. I want to bake a potato. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Put it in the microwave, honey. <laughs> Preheat that oven to 400 degrees and wait for I an know, hour. For an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, you were talking about cleaning up your pantry, and I saw something on the internet. You know how it's always true. But yeah. this was a picture. So, okay, I'm going to admit to something. I have a lot of cookbooks. And at, at one point, <laughs> this is I common knowledge, them. I got to tell yeah, you. <laughs> I know. No, but at one point, I arranged them by color and I what? liked it. And I know that I know that that's a bad thing, but like all the yellow books were together and all the red books were together. And I thought it was really pretty. I mean, I really liked it. And then I couldn't find anything. So I put it back, you know, by category. <laughs> but what I saw that I've never seen before is, and it's totally people who do things for Instagram. You know, I mean, that's just such a common yeah. thing now. Yeah. But it was a woman who had arranged her pantry by color. Really? So all the yellow stuff was together. All the red stuff was together. And it just looked so harmonious. I'm sure it does, but that's insane. Oh, I know it is because I don't have memorized what color the box that my, you know, curry paste comes in or, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. But it was so pretty and I'd never, ever thought to arrange, you know, dry goods by color. It was, it was just, (laughs) it was really, really pretty. Do you think this is a person who cooks? No. No. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) I think that all the groceries were bought for an Instagram photo. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And it'll look exactly like that 10 years from now. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it isn't that I don't arrange my pantry, but generally I'm trying to put like items in the same spot. Yeah. You know what I do? I, I go to Costco. Okay, I have Metro shelving, just that metal shelving. Yeah. In my pantry. And and my pantry, I'm sure, is larger than most people's, but I cook a lot. Um, so it's a spare, very tiny bedroom that I've just put shelving in. And so... Um, well, and, and um, in your defense, we should mention that you have a very small kitchen. Yes. So yes. you need that. Yeah, there's, there's only room for vitamins in the cupboard. Seriously. <laughs> vitamins and like one eighteenth of my spices. And then also <laughs> like the stuff that you put on your dog's nail when you accidentally clip it too hard and you need something oh, real yeah, fast yeah, to yeah. stop the bleeding. That's got to be right there. Powder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, uh, my pantry, what I did is, you know, when you go to Costco, they have those boxes that they load some stuff yeah. up in and some of them are good and sturdy, you know? Yeah. And so I use those like drawers. So like one has dried fruit in it. All my different dried fruit is all piled in that box and I pull it out like a drawer when I want dried fruit. 
off the shelf. And then the other one is just piled with nuts. And I've got one piled with pasta. And I think those are my three boxes. But that's all the random bag stuff, you know, that yes. just takes up so much room on a shelf because it doesn't sit that, right. You that's know, it just such slides. a good idea. Yeah. That's really a good actually, idea. I've actually done the same thing in my stand-up freezer. I use the, the, the smaller boxes like drawers. Yeah. And they're cardboard and they last a couple of years and then they get upset about being in there and you got to replace them. <laughs> they're really remarkably tolerant, I must yeah. say. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some product out there at an organization store that, that would work, but, you know, we don't have an organization store in Astoria and I just don't want to go to Portland for that. So. Oh, and they're really expensive. If you go to a store yeah. that sells containers, it's really expensive. You know, yeah. if you if you go to a store that just sells stuff, there it's a better deal. But once you call it a container, it, the price yeah. doubles. It's crazy. Hey, I want to take yeah. a quick minute and remind everybody that uh, Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. Both uh, fine organizations have excellent websites kmun.org and northcoastfoodweb.org and those websites are packed with very interesting and helpful information i encourage you to go uh, wander around through them so um yeah they're both really great resources in our our little community we're very lucky to have them we are so lucky yeah We are so lucky. We are luckier than many, many places that are much larger than us and haven't figured out. Neener, neener, larger places with less. (laughs) Neener, neener. That's right. That wasn't very polite, was it? Well, it wasn't, but I doubt that they're listening, so I wouldn't worry. (laughs) I would not worry. Come and beat us up. (laughs) We're just going to send a fifth of our population and we're going to (laughs) win. <laughs> I am um I have talking to you on the phone. I mean Bluetooth is a wonderful thing. I'm revering yes. my uh, smartphone right now. But um also it just reminds me of how uh, this is how we used to do it all the time during uh, the height of the pandemic. Yeah, COVID, that's right. Yeah, we were on the phone all the time and then at home you don't know this, but when we record a show, if we make a mistake for instance, if I swear, then we have to start over. We don't have the ability to like splice it, you know, and then continue. Yeah. And so the big thing is my big ham hand, I just press my phone against my face and hang up on her. <laughs> and then we got to start over. And so I've been concentrating so hard on not like pressing my phone to my face. <laughs> trying not to make that mistake it's always something oh i know i'm just really glad that we're not um on some sort of forced vacation because you're out of state it's like you're just yeah here so i'm happy about that um it's fun to see all my mother's cooking stuff you know all the things i mean she has all the things that that she used when we were little kids and then um Moving to this house, she got one of those big, giant, almost industrial gas stoves, you know, and that thing is always just, I've been so envious of it. And, and so, like, I say I'm not cooking, but I did boil some eggs and I made some tea. <laughs> and just to just to, to use it is really something because where I live, I, I've said many times, you know, we don't have gas, it's too rural. And just, I mean, I want to boil some water and I'm like, it's boiled. <laughs> As to a post at home, I go do a load of laundry and, you know, walk yeah. the dogs and come back. And, yeah. yeah. So 
that's that's really something to experience. But to go through um, an estate, you know, you you go through all your mother's cooking stuff, and then there's all the stuff she inherited from her mother. You yes. Know? And there's even a, a couple things from the generation beyond that, and and that's just it's it's really lovely to see. And then of course all my mother's recipes, and we had a moment there where. Um, my parents, my father had a, a furniture antique store for many years, decades and decades, and he saved everything. And so my brothers were going through just the vast mountain of paperwork that's in the house. And they were just, um, they had a big 30 gallon trash bag and they were can and they were just filling it, filling it, filling it, filling it, you know, taking it to the dump and then filling it bag after bag after bag. And um, they were working at a, a, a table in a sunroom. And it's where I had the recipes sitting, just, you know, three little boxes and, um, and they were gone. And I mean, my heart was just broken, but then my sister-in-law said, don't you remember? You were right there. We moved them over here in a box. And I'm like, no, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But I was so happy. And that would be such a big loss, you know, to lose your mother's recipes. Yes. And so that's exciting too. I have my mother's recipe collection and, and that's um, something I'm, I'm really looking forward to just pouring over. You oh, know? we're looking forward to hearing what you're cooking when you get home and you have your mother's recipes. I love that. Yeah. I have my grandmother's and my mother's and um, uh, an ex-mother-in-law. And <laughs> yeah. I, I have recipes. I mean, recipes are that. They are the currency of our lives, right? They are the currency yeah. that that is more... Um, valuable in many ways than what we think of as actual currency. Uh, yes. And, and also it, they, they pass down better. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that they're well, just so valuable and they tell us so much about, you know, the people. The person, you know, because everybody cooks so differently. And, and my, my grandmother on my father's side, I've talked about those two little notebooks that she kept because she had a little spiral notebook in her purse at all times. And when she went, because there was no internet, but when she went to somebody's house, you know, in 1947, and they cooked something she liked, she would ask them for the recipe. So many of the recipes looked like a recipe. It was a list of ingredients and then a method, you know. But some of the women cooked like my grandma did very intuitively. And so the recipe would be just like the lady talked, oh, Lena, you make a, a, a sweet dough like you're going to make some sticky buns, but then you boil some milk and you know what I mean? Yes. And, and that's, that's how the recipe would be. And, and people cook very differently from one another. And so that part is really interesting too. And then we all clip things out of magazines. So there's, I'm sure, hundreds of things my mother never made, but it's what sounded good to her, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and that, that paints a picture too. So it's really exciting for me. It, it's very exciting period. I just love that. I love it. Yeah. And I, you know, I, we talk all the time about having a lot of cookbooks. And I, I when I say I have a lot of cookbooks, I, I you know, you have, a lot, you have a lot of cookbooks. Like Maurice Chevalier. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, we have talked many times about the fabulous free uh, website called Eat Your Books so that you can find things in your cookbooks without having to yeah. go through them or try to remember where you saw it. All of those yeah. things are really fabulous. And yes, I do use them. But the thing that I go to most is a plastic mm-hmm three by five card file box with hand mm-hmm. handwritten recipe cards in it. Yep. Me too. Um, that's, that's my, uh, most commonly thing pulled off the shelf thing when I'm looking for something. Yeah. And, and even the things that I, I, I think the 10 things I make most out of cookbooks, 
I, I write them on a recipe card. I don't want to go looking for the book because who knows what color that cover was. <laughs> <laughs> really i'm sorry but that was demented <laughs> I'm sorry. it was pretty though it was, oh it's so I pretty <laughs> and before eat your books we never used our cookbooks anyway because we couldn't find yeah, anything exactly, exactly oh my gosh where did i see that thing oh crazy well um it is i actually had a delicious peach the other day oh yeah Yes, and I think, it, I think that that's it, early and just dumb luck, but still. Yeah, that's awesome. I was able to peel it nicely without having to, like, dip it in boiling water or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it just peeled because it was a ripe peach, and it wasn't mealy, which okay, I know right I have on. whined about at length in the past. Uh, my only my only test is I just smell them and, and, you know, see if I can smell peach, and if I can, I'll, I'll take the leap and I'll buy them, but... I mean, I've been sniffing nectarines and peaches, and I haven't come across anything I could smell, and I don't have COVID. Well, <laughs> and we're happy about that. Um, yeah, me too. I, I'm sure, uh, well, I'm positive, actually, because I saw the sticker on it, that uh, this particular peach was from California, but I... I wonder okay. how, that makes me wonder how they even get them anywhere. They're so delicate. Golly. Yeah. I don't even, I have uh no claim to know anything about any of that. And I bought one peach because you know how yeah. I am. I you figured, don't know, well, you don't know. The you odds are real old, bad. <laughs> yeah, a bag full of mealy peaches. And, and especially it's almost like you tempt the face if you buy a bag. It's, yeah. You know, there's no way. Yeah. That's like buying a, a case of dog food for my 15-year-old dog. I don't do it. <laughs> I'm like, I buy four I cans remember. at a time. My grandma died when she was 98, and I remember she saying, I don't even buy a dozen eggs at a time. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, grandma. Hey, we're not tempting fate. <laughs> no, tempt that. No, exactly. And then she's like, break that bunch of bananas in half. <laughs> I love she your grandma. She was hilarious. She was hilarious. Oh, my God. She loved Jello. Oh. We found, we counted 27 different flavors of Jello up in her cupboard when she died. I didn't even know and, there were that many. Oh, oh, no, there are for sure because we counted them. <laughs> and then um, uh, when when she died, then we're a big Catholic family. Everybody brought Jello to the church dinner, you know. Oh. And my dad sat next to the priest and he made him try every one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yikes. I don't even know why, but he just had sadistic tendencies, and that was about as sadistic <laughs> as he could be at his mother's funeral, you know? That, that, that's pretty sadistic in my book. Holy cow. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you this before uh, we run out of time, because we have a couple okay. of minutes left, but in the last couple of shows, well, first it started with, I forgot to cue up some outro music, and then you uh, filled in by singing a song and yeah. then uh, the next uh, episode we recorded we went over by like 17 seconds and Nick who is a fabulous operations guy at KMUN sort of uh, remedied the situation and then plugged in your song again from the time before oh, wow. and so now I think we have an official uh, outro song original <laughs> and I uh, you have about less than a minute to tell us how oh. that came about and to sing us well, a little verse my nephew's here, and when he was like two years old, maybe even less, he just had those two little hillbilly teeth when you get them when you're a baby. Yeah. And he had a little a little toy that he would drive around my mom's house, and he'd take potatoes out of the bag, and it, the seat had a little compartment, and he'd bite them with his little hillbilly teeth and put them in there, and my mom would find them like nine months later. <laughs> so I wrote him a song, and it goes, 
I'm driving my vegetables. I'm driving my green edibles. I'm driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli. I'm driving my cauliflower. Driving a bushel of corn home. <laughs> and it has other verses, and I, I'm sure that I could remember them if my brain wasn't full of all this stuff here. Um, something about a V8 engine in a car. Haha, <laughs> V8. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but those potatoes would get so rotten oh did he does he remember that song you probably haven't sung it for how old is he no he's one he's a, he's a very introverted shy boy and he sees me and his eyes just like dart for like the nearest place to hide. <laughs> sad but true oh <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Linda is though. scary. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Well, um, sing us out with a couple of verses, and I'm so happy that you'll be home in a week or so, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thank you very much. Okay. I'm driving my vegetables. I'm driving my green edibles. I'm driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli. I'm driving my cauliflower. Driving a bushel of corn home. That wasn't in tune. And I can't remember any of the other. Bye, everybody. I miss you. Bye.